Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Mel C and Shelvin Mack, and we got our new uncle on the show, Uncle Darren, old school, triple, triple, old dream on Think Positive and Believe. Mack, start us off. What's up, everybody? It's your guy, S.Mack, again. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in to the TPNB podcast on the Believe Network. As he said, we got another uncle. I think he might be the great uncle of all the uncles. He's going on 75. <laughs> Mr. Darren Jenkins, go and introduce yourself, my guy. Uh, this would not be the 75-year-old uncle. No. Man, I'm, I just been here and I'm just doing it well. I'm making it do what it do. Hey, but I'm going to tell people, if y'all can't see him, I know y'all can't right now. His skin look good. His beard is tight. He look like he's been in a weight room. He didn't get no pre-COVID body like some of us. He's doing his thing. So, Mr. Jenkins, you looking good, young man. Looking That's good. right. I'm, I'm, I'm following that vegan lifestyle. I'm a, right. I'm a momentary vegan. Right. I, like, I like So, tell me, what is your best vegan dish? Like, for us non-vegan eaters, if you say, okay, Mel, Shell, y'all need to try this, what would you turn us on to? Oh, all uh, vegetarian meat from, uh, I don't know if I want to give a plug to him, but I will. Uh, Loma Linda makes some delicious vegetarian meat. So Loma Linda, if y'all hit it, Loma Linda, we waiting on that check. We just giving y'all shout outs. Vegetarian meat. What What's in it? Is it like a mushroom burger type thing? Like what is it? Soy. It's soy. There's soy. Basically made of soy. It's just no meat byproducts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me so tell you. Educate me real quick. To do that, you know, doing that Chris Paul thing, that's why he able to perform at a high level. That's how old, long he been doing this? He been, at a, been doing at an old age, huh, Darren? <laughs> old age. That man is still getting it done. I Taking know that. Finals and he what? Coming on 37 now. I did not know Chris Paul. How long he been vegan, y'all? Uh, he started being, being, what you say about, it's been three years now, right? Yeah, right? Past, past two or three years. Hey, yeah. if anybody want to know, Darren Jenkins and Chris Paul, the only two people I see, play with a mouthpiece in 2021. <laughs> 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 nah, come on. I, I, Darren, explain the story. When, when we was in a celebrity game in the Bahamas, how you, how you pulled a mouthpiece out, man? Man, you got to have that mouthpiece, man. What you talking about? You forgot. Now, he don't never put it in his mouth, but you know Steph Curry wears a mouthpiece. Except for he don't hardly have it in his mouth. He normally just got it hanging out. Yeah, but, so he playing in a celebrity game. Uncle Darren is the OG Triple G. We only need him going out there and foul a few people. But he played his two minutes. If he don't got his mouthpiece, he ain't playing, fellas. I'll let y'all know that right now. <laughs> Darren, he, that's your thing for real. That, that, oh, you got to have that mouthpiece in. Well, because you ain't, if you, that's the thing. If you ain't, if you've been hitting the mouth before, you you put that mouthpiece in. That's that's like Rip Hamilton, why he got, if you get your nose broke, you see he wore it for the rest of his career. So all you need to do is get smacked in the mouth one time. You're going to put that mouthpiece in. Let me let me tell you a little bit of background because Shell just throwing Darren uh, in the mix ain't really giving a background. He is serious about his vegan lifestyle. He is serious about his eating habits. So we celebrating a birthday two three years ago, right? And Darren, oh, uh, uh, this is this is top five in my life. It's the fun. It's, it's a funny story, everybody. <laughs> now I ain't gonna tell that story. I'm talking about the vegan story, but you you can tell uh, the, the second half. I'm telling you about the first half. So the first half, you know, you show up at the house on invitation. Everybody know. Everybody don't get an invitation to my house. It's only family and a select few. So Darren breaks the circle. He comes to the house, eat dinner. 
Dan goes off on the table because my wife does not have a vegan meal prepared for his ass. I said, first of all, Dan, you are a late addition. Nobody told me that you only uh, are vegan for real. You better eat that rice and suck them two pieces of lettuce up and be happy. That's all I can tell him. Then when he leaves, he said, I'm going to give y'all a pass, but next time I expect a full vegan meal. Like he had a restaurant. That is the Darren Jenkins that we're dealing with. Now, shall tell part two. Part two. It was my birthday. We, we celebrated. After, after he did that, we celebrated. It's a good and some bad to the story. So we're coming out of Mel's house. He's following me back to my crib. We come out of Mel's house. I'll pull out. He pull out behind me. He get hit. Is this a, this a bad accident or whatever? He hurt My man hurt his shoulder. I had to take the family home. And when I had to take the family home, because I was going to go to the hospital with, with Uncle D. Uncle that's Darren. What said, that's what he said. He he was gonna go to the hospital. Yeah, I was. I, I, I couldn't make. Said. I couldn't. I couldn't make it in time. Well, trust me, this shells boy. I did not know Darren that well a year, three years ago. All right, but Mel went to the hospital. You know, Mel living Tennessee, or whatever. So we out there in that thing. I had to get the family back home. Kids got to go daycare or whatever. So it was a real bad accident. At the end of the day, Darren shoulders messed up it's like yeah shoulder messed up we gotta take him to the hospital i'm like all right cool i'll be up there in like an hour or two it's turned into about three or four hours later that's when i kind of showed up <laughs> so i show up to the hospital i walk in i see mel pushing darren in a wheelchair <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, Mel, I thought he hurt his shoulder. He said he did. I'm like, why are you in a wheelchair? He was like, oh man, I didn't even know. <laughs> that is Darren Jenkins. And look, first of all, y'all don't understand, even before we go to the hospital, did he t- he didn't did he take the ambulance? I think I think he took it. Man, once they told me that, I, I dove out of that joint. <laughs> yeah, they told him 800 He said, oh, I'm good. So, but, but look, look, check this out. So I must have took him to the hospital, which I don't remember. But before he leaves his car, he was on a road trip playing basketball around around the southeast. I had to help this man unload a car. He had a suitcase empty. All his clothes were spread out. So I'm loading up boxer shorts, underwear, socks, T-shirts, with them in his suitcase. Did you get the mouthpiece from the basketball uh, Hey, man, you know he couldn't leave that mouthpiece. <laughs> hey, he in the back of the back of the ambulance. Man, you got my mouthpiece? <laughs> so I'm just telling the story. Now, Darren, you look like you don't agree. Would you like to add or change anything? Yeah, tell, like, tell, tell, tell us your side of the story. And also with this, it's another part of the story. It's like a crazy story. I think I might have pink eye, too. So I, I end up coming to the hospital later. Y'all remember that part? Man, yeah, we got about two months. <laughs> yeah, my eye was messed up. So then we end up going to the... I, some other stuff happened. But explain your situation and how we got to that point, Darren. What what, what was going from you? Well, what? what? Which part? Well, was, we was in the hospital. Was all are, of us accurate what we yeah, said? Yeah, are we, are we making up anything or it sound pretty good so far? Uh, nah, y'all make it. Get out of here. What, what, what's wrong? So, no, what, the part... Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Unaccurate part is is that Shelvin didn't come to the hospital. He actually didn't come till way later. It was like doing shifts on me. Because Mel, Mel was there with me the whole time. And I told Mel to go ahead and go. And Shelvin was supposed to come in. And he came. Now, hold, on, hold on, hold on, there. Move your hand off your mic. You keep coming your oh, mic. He came way late. So it was like they were... But finally he showed up and then um then yeah, Mel. Yeah, I came three, four hours late or whatever. 
So when yeah. I was there, I came in, I saw him in the woods. I'm like, what's going on? You no, know, finally they take him back. But the but the whole time they taking him back, there's like, you gotta go check, get checked in for your eye. I was like, man, I'm good, I'm good. So eventually I got checked in with my eye because you can't have two patients in the same room. So we get back to the back. I gotta go through my test. They're in the other room, yelling, yelling down the hallway in the hospital. Nurse, tell him he's blind, he can't see. He can't <laughs> <laughs> What y'all understand? This is this not like eight o'clock in the daytime. We going on anywhere from one to three o'clock in the morning now. It's it's late, late. It's late because he left the house about nine. We we check in the hospital about eleven. We probably get a room about twelve thirty. It's about twelve thirty. I'm kind of tired, but Darren, it, Darren is my boy's boy, so you know I'm not gonna leave him. So about twelve thirty, twelve forty-five, I say, "Chill, you coming?" And Chill said, "Go home." Darren said, "I'm good." But Darren, they don't know me, but they know me. They know I'm not going to leave his man in the hospital by himself in another county. So I think I guilt Shelvin into coming to the hospital. What time he get there, Darren? Oh, my God. He got there. So I think I think uh, Candace the reason he came out. <laughs> yeah, I, I told you. I came about three, four hours late. I came late. No, but then when you came there, you was you was interested in checking yourself in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, know, you, you asked him where, where you go to get checked out. Hey, kill two birds with one stone. But hey, but he didn't get checked out by yeah. but, but the so, other part need to be said is uh, uh, they what about, only what about your MRI you got done? No, no, that, that's what needs to be said, which is the aftermath, why you can't stop at hospitals. Them mugs, when they set a bill, they charge three hundred dollars for one bill. Peel, good lord. Yo, they gave me that arm thing. That thing was like a thousand dollars. A sling that gave him a sling for a thousand dollars. Hey, but you got your socks though. You gotta understand. Oh, yeah, I, I, I did pack up everything that they put in the room. <laughs> <laughs> he got a bed pad, towel, <laughs> an airplane pillow, everything, everything. shoes and slippers they give you. They took it out. Man. So when I was getting my eye checked out, the doctor came back, came back with the MRI on Darren's shoulder. Man, what they tell him? What they what they, they call said, it? They said you got old old shoulders. <laughs> old shoulders. I forgot what the technical terms. Yeah, I said, what is that? They said you just got old shoulders, man. That is what they said. And and what's great, they said I was fine, even though I was in pain. I was in multiple pain. And then what made it worse, they wouldn't even let me use the wheelchair to get to get me uh released to get out of there. Oh no, they they would not. I they think I was we like had to a, wait for that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a top five moment. I know Mel was telling me like a few few months later, a nurse was like, I remember you, you was out, you was with old buddy. I, she did tell me that when I went back, did she? Yeah, yeah, she uh, told you that. Yeah. What was you I went, doing back out there? Hey, the vid, I thought I had the vid, as they say, the vid was oh. on me. So I went up there and uh, I think it was a little blonde that checked us in or checked you out and gave yeah, you the socks. I remember her. Dang, yeah. she remembered you? She remembered your, your butt. Yeah. They all remember <laughs> us because of you. I think, yeah, I think that's yeah. like a highlight of their day right there. Your crazy, oh, hey, hey, speaking of the COVID, speaking of that, man, have y'all seen the video? Shell, you got to send it. To Darren, while we on the phone, send him that video so he can see my home state. And Darren, I want you to give me your play by play on what you see. 
He's going to, while he's loading it up, send it to you. I'm going to talk to you. So anyway, this is a video of a school board meeting in another area. And they're going to show you that the pro-maskers and the anti-maskers having a conversation or a dispute. So you look at it and you talk to me and tell me what you see. All right, he's saying I'm about to watch it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nah, it, it's 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 crazy. And also, I, Uncle Uncle D got got some other stories for you how he dealt with COVID during a situation when he going to the stores. He he got a funny story for y'all with that too, like going to the extreme. And he's a referee too. In case y'all didn't know. I'm a, I'm gonna edit all that out. That's good, man. It's fine. Right now, you can hear the background noise in the video. So, so they because of the mask? Yeah, that's the school board meeting. At the school board meeting, you see them fussing at one of the, the doctors who gave his opinion on whether they should mandate masks. And this is in Williamson County, called Franklin, Tennessee. And this is the guy who just gave his the medical opinion. Uh, you watch this here there. About that? They were they were protesting. Do you see him trying to get in his car? Did you go that far? You might have to turn no. it down. Turn it down a little bit. You gotta watch the rest. It's only a minute and a half, right, Mac? What's it two minutes? Yeah, it's it's real short. Yeah, well, you gotta see it because it, it get way uh, turn it down a little bit there. So damn because he said he thinks that you should still wear masks. Yep, and he's in there fighting, saying no more masks in the school system. But not only they're fighting, they that like I mean, you tell me what you saw. I don't want to give my opinion. What do you what do you see? Oh, I think it's pure ignorance. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. You mad because because people because he says that he thinks it's smart to keep wearing masks, and you mad at him because of that. They look like they were violent to me. I mean, they look like they were a little more than man. Shell, what's your thoughts when you saw it? Did it surprise you? Or is... <clears throat> um, it was a little bit surprising for people to act like that with a pandemic going on, knowing people are dying left and right. And it's the kids they're trying to protect. Um, it's not they self. I think it's just wild and crazy. There's no need for someone to act that way over a mask. I can't imagine something else going on with how they were acting. 
or retaliate? Well, let me tell y'all, uh, not funny, semi-funny. <clears throat> so I, I, I have a basketball guy I do business with who's a, a, who is a conservative. And he's telling me that they're not mad about the mask. He said this is a, a response to how they've been treated for the last whatever. They said they've been scared and being criticized and ridiculed all their political lives about their views. They said now the government is telling them they have to wear a mask. They said nothing really is not exactly to have to do with the mask. It's the fact that they always feel like they're being judged. They said they feel like they're being judged if they say they don't want to wear a mask. They may have been judged if any of their views come out. So that's their response. I would love to have a conversation with that guy one day on the show. I tried to get him. He said if he came on the show, that it would hurt his basketball uh, career. So he's he's been refusing. But I told him we could do it without showing his face. But I've been trying to get him to come on. But it's interesting to hear their viewpoint. They think that they get – he said he thinks that he would lose his job if he had a job. People will lose their jobs for telling their conservative views, going out saying, hey, we're against wearing masks. We we don't want to get vaccinated. Or we do want to. I mean, he's been vaccinated. He just thinks it shouldn't be mandated. Think about the guy in governor, the governor in Florida, excuse me, the guy in Florida who is the governor who's now saying that if the school system mandates you wear a mask, they will not pay the teachers. That's what he's proposing. Whoa. What's they doing in Florida? This is this. It's just crazy. But that people are feeling this way now but we'll talk that's another topic to talk talk about i don't get that at all what do you what do you what do you think people should do darren should people wear a mask how, how are you rolling through the grocery store well i'm gonna keep wearing. you know what i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop wearing that now i met when i was um in tropical places I, I had a mask on, but because a lot of the times it was outside, I feel way more comfortable outside, you know, without a mask than I would indoor, especially if it's pressed up. Like I was watching, I don't know if you watched the um, NBA finals. Did you see those people outside? Walkie Bucks, that, that, and nobody had a mask on and they was pressed together like sardines now that's crazy so yeah i think that's why we got the spike in the numbers now because of that situation also you had the rolling loud atlanta we had birthday bash and then kids are starting to go back to school like um <clears throat> my daughter the school's not mandatory to wear a mask it's highly suggested so she wear a mask all day but uh, how my nephew dude's doing what they got going on down there and uh, uh. Uh, they don't really wear a mask a whole lot. You have an option. His best friend just got tested positive with uh, COVID. So they're not mandated masks, but people are getting, uh, people can, you can wear masks. Like some schools, they, you know, it's, it's crazy, but I don't think anybody's ridiculed for wearing a mask. Yeah, I would, I would wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask until you turn on the TV and you don't hear nothing about COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, when tell, COVID is not in the news, that's when I'm not wearing a mask. Uh, tell them, tell these guys how how you be reffing basketball games with your with your gloves on and your and your lights oh, <laughs> and your lights on in your back pocket. Yeah, every yeah. dad ball. That's what I do. That's what I do. I got my gloves on, my armor, uh, Under Armour gloves on, <laughs> my mask on, and then and I got uh, disinfectant in my pocket, a little joint. So 
And then I don't want nobody to touch me. If somebody touch me, I call timeout. <laughs> yeah, what, what? <laughs> tell tell oh, me all that, tell me all that story in the middle of the game when you were refing and dude touch you. What happened? This guy uh, doing this men's league and this guy for what? I don't know why he would have done it, even if it wasn't COVID. But he, I called some. He ran up to me and like grabbed my arms. I'm like, why are you touching me? So I had to I had to get a referee timeout. And then I had to go disinfect my arms. <laughs> you can't have random people touching you like that. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I, I had seen that, but I could imagine that uh, James, I'm sure that James, but Darren is serious when it comes to uh, his hygiene. I mean, you're a hygiene person anyway. People don't know that, right? If I remember that correctly. You big in hygiene, right? Like germ, you're germaphobe, right? I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm a COVIDophobe. <laughs> Have people called you a germaphobe before? I, that they could call no, no, no. This this started with this COVID thing. Okay, I'm, a, right. I'm I'm not somebody. You he know, oh, he ain't trying. He ain't trying to get taken out of here, baby. Nobody. <laughs> I don't, I definitely don't want nothing stuck in my neck. I don't want to be on no on no machine helping me breathe. That's I'm starting to stay out the way. Speak, speaking of getting young and old, now I went. To, I went and saw our, our baby nephew played a little bit yesterday. He did good. He uh, he wasn't aggressive enough in the first half. You know, we had the the EBL. Did he talk to you about after the game, Darren? How he, how he did? Oh, yeah, he told me. Yeah, he told me about the game. He said it's a bunch of forty-year-olds beat him. So clearly, <laughs> that, that's exactly what happened. We we lost. I, I, and and for all y'all out there listening. Players messed up. I missed two big free throws. I, Darren, I told you that as well, didn't I? Yeah, you told me like a, a noose came from the ceiling <laughs> right in front of you, and you just put it over your neck. <laughs> he just rushed it, man. He just oh, yeah. rushed it. And so anybody out there, it's called, like, choke. it's called choke. Yeah, I missed it. Hey, I I I could not told you that at all. I was upset about it. Mm, I ain't talked to Darren in a way. I was like, this, I gotta get this off my chest. Ain't no way I'm missing free throws like that. But would, y'all won, would y'all want if you'd have made them? Yeah, they won. They missed the shot. They came down with 13 seconds. I, yeah. I, I can't say for sure, but yeah, it's a good problem. We, we would have been up two. We missed them. 13, man. 13, it was, yeah, man. it was 90-90. I missed them. We went into overtime. 84-84. I got the stop, two on defense end. So I had him, I made up for it, but. Well, he hit about 15 in the fourth quarter. Now, he did good. He just. Like you said, I think he rushed those free throws a little bit. I ain't giving no hard time, man, because who am I to give him a hard time? He been doing man, this. He had 40. Mel, he had 40? I said, I said. I didn't see 20, that, but he, 20, he said he did. I, I, had had tw- I had 25. I checked it at that. Yeah, I, I, I knew you was over. over, yeah, over, man. over. yeah. I told him, I, I don't criticize my boy too much. of the stats. He don't no. normally do that, man. He don't put sauce on this stuff. I didn't think. But I heard him some sauce yesterday, but no. I ain't say that. <clears throat> I speaking, gave that look though. Speaking of that, talking about program, have y'all been paying attention with this um program in Portland? So the guy from the guy, oh, from this, you fading on us, you fading on us. Okay, my bad. Speaking of that, how you heard? How y'all heard about the program in Portland? Uh, I heard about the program though. I've seen program so, in Portland. All right, what's well, it's in Portland? These guys, one dude had ninety two. It's the same league. Isaiah Thomas had eighty one. Mm-hmm. And Mike James had 62. The dude who had 92 was the guard from the Celtics. The uh what's the, the name? His, I don't know. Is um 
white guy. He was a rookie this year. Uh, played extremely well. He played in Summer League, too. He left from Summer League Richard. and went straight out there. Richard. Yeah, Richard. Richard. Yeah, 92, and, and Mike James had 62 in the same game. What do y'all is think the, about Is this that? the boy from Oregon? Is Peyton Pritchard the Oregon guy? Yeah, 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 man. I've been keeping up with him. 92? Come on, man. Uh, number one, like, for people that know basketball. And Nobody on defense. Yeah, but you got to realize, I'll tell anybody this. In order for you to score over 60 points on any game, your your shot is either going real good or you have extreme endurance. Because that's why. Okay, who you playing? Anything over 60 is crazy to me. Yeah, anything over 40 is crazy to me. Because nah. you got to have a different mentality to keep shooting. Because at some point in time, you're going to go cold, but you got to be like, forget it. I'm going to keep letting this thing fly. Yeah, but see, I guess you ain't been around a lot of bad basketball players. Shit, I'm assuming you had. It's a lot of bad basketball players who got shotguns. I, I'm, I'm one of the ones that is a bad basketball player where we'll shoot 30 times if I need to. So I can see that happening. If a bad basketball player get hot, you can shoot. I don't think 40, 50. I mean, 40, 50, you know, is a lot, but it ain't unusual. 60, once you get to the 60s, you're in another level stratosphere. Nine, 92 and 61. These are two people in this one game. Where is the defense? Same game. Same game. They watched each other. No defense. Nah, but then how do you score ninety two? Like who didn't stop nobody? Like when you saw him get to seventy, what was your plan? I mean, what did you just what do you? I mean, I ain't never seen nobody score sixty plus. When I see you score seventy, eighty, I'm looking at you. Yeah, like Shell scored forty something the other day. Kobe had sixty on on my in my last game in the NBA. Okay. Not last game in the NBA, his last game in the NBA. Right. But see, Shell, I can see you scoring fifties and sixties, not easy, but pretty easily. But you ain't that ain't really your 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 mentality. Like you gotta have a different mentality to go 50, 60. You don't you gotta be like Jordan, you know, you gotta be a little selfish. Everybody yeah. like that. Nah, you definitely do. Um it's just it's just different. What's the what's the your career high? You no, know, also Uncle Darren has played basketball, played at um, Creighton University, if I'm correct, and played overseas. You now tell us a little bit about your game and how it was, your transition, you no know, playing overseas and some advice you can give some other people out here. What in terms of playing overseas or in terms of just basketball? Just basketball, and it's gonna lead into our next question, our T P and B moment. Well, uh what I what I suggest for people is like basically what me and Shelvin talk about all the time. I believe that like what he says in terms of the, what's in the middle of believe is lie. So it all is going to start and end with you, which means if you want something bad enough, you it's going to be you that makes it happen. So I believe you just have to basically take it upon yourself to say, okay, I'm this is what my goal is and I won't be stopped. So that's what I would say. You got to have belief when nobody else has belief. You see what I'm saying? I agree. Yeah. Well, um, where, hey, Darren, so did you play Creighton? No. I know you didn't. Where, where'd you play at? I played at Drake. Drake, yeah, uh, it's, Drake. It's, what, they about 100 miles apart? They the same colors and all that. No. They're they about 100 miles apart. What, what if somebody said that Butler Butler and Sienna was the same thing? <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I get Butler and Bradley all the time. It is It is what it is. Do people oh people tell you Bradley Bradley and Butler's pretty much the 
Yeah, they Man. they're about two hundred miles apart, but they totally no, two uh, different colors. Nobody don't get you. Nobody don't get shelf mixed up with no dang old no, I know they well, do. Well, I can I can talk to an old old white lady at the grocery store, and I say my business partner Shelvin Mac. Shelvin, is that the boy that played the butler? Everybody. Knew it. Nah, shit. Shelvin put Butler. Shelvin and Gordon Haywood put Butler on the map because I would. I've never heard of them before. You know, they made the Final Four twice. Oh uh, yeah, and my. If they had made the Final Four, people wouldn't know what the heck. And, and, and hold on, Michelle, before you say this, Stevens, Brad Stevens being the coach, and then going to the Boston Celtics. If not, you'd have never heard of Butler. But, but tell me, tell me this. People say that off, often that you made the final four twice, but I often correct them. Didn't you play in two championships back to back? Yeah, I played in both of them. Why, why don't they say that? Why do they stop at the final four? Because that's a big difference. Because that means I'm the number one loser. Okay, so final four actually <laughs> sound better. <laughs> I, All right, so I don't want to say, oh, I, I made a final four. I ain't make. I made it to the championship game, lost twice. So, so actually, it's a little sexy to say, man, I played in two Final Fours. Yeah. I, that I lost two national championships. <laughs> yeah, I lost both of them. My bad, my bad. All right, I got you. All right, so I speaking of Coach Stevens, both of y'all, basketball fanatics or whatever, you know, he just took over as the president, GM of the team. He just signed Dennis Schroeder. What do y'all think about that? And what do y'all think about Dennis Schroeder's situation and turning down to $85 million? I I think he should be have, like, some type of brain person check him. Because <laughs> he, I, I, I mean, you got. When I said earlier, believe in yourself, but you got to be realistic here. So, for him to turn down eighty-four million dollars, and he had never been a starter until the year with the Lakers, and that didn't turn out well. He, he really proved that he can't. You know, he's not going. He's. I still believe he's a good you know, backup point guard. I really do think he's solid, but he is not a starting point guard. He can't carry nobody. So that's a lot of money for somebody, you know, that can't really take a team nowhere. And, and he's the, actually <coughs> terrible in that role, be honest with you. I think he's a good player, uh, a solid player, and it, it, it kind of, I know, I know him a little bit, kind of sting a little bit more, I would say. Because just now, Wojo just tweeted, then Marcus Smart got four years, 77. And I, know, and, and I know Dennis thinks he's way better than Marcus Smart. Same and, team. Same team. Oh, yeah, because he's going to back up Marcus Smart. He's not going to start. Yeah, that's man. that's kind of what it looking like. So you trying to tell me, man, I want to know. So you trying to tell me you're going to take it? You, you know, you're the believe guy with the TP and believe, with the TP and B show. You believe guy. What you going to do? No, I ain't. I don't ever lose no money, so it's not even an option to me. Money so making mail. So now, nah, when you come up to me and we talking about, so I, I done done some seven figures. I done seen eight, but when you talking about high eight figures, is that almost nine figures? Almost nine figures. You talking about close to hundred mil? You can't pass up. And you, you got to look at his agent. His agent should be. T- that's who need the brain surgery. No, no, there. I think it was Schroeder that did. I don't think it, it's think his it's agent should have forged his signature. That's that's that. Yeah, I, I got it. I know my agent. He definitely would have done the same thing. If he didn't do it, I know Mel would have done it. Or oh, would have done it for um, me. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. All my uncles would have. They just signed my name for say me. your name. Take the tweet. Take the L later. You the cuss us out later. <laughs> Nobody, huh? So now, if I'm. 
correct, they're signing him with the tax exemption money of like five point, like nine, five, five, five. Million, yeah, that's right? it. From five nine, so that, the one year deal. That's a one year deal. So you so got a shot. What we're saying is, he's never, I repeat, never going to make that money up. That eighty four million is in the wind. Well, well you got to think positive. So this is this is now me. If, if Schroeder is my stick, man, I ain't never met Dennis. I ain't never dealt with him. I'm not actually a Dennis fan because I think they got rid of Jeff for Dennis, and I'm a Jeff fan. So if Dennis was my, my right-hand man, I'm going to look at him like this. You got to make the playoffs. We got to go to the second, possibly third round. If you do that and you give me 17 and 8, 17 and 6, we're going to get 50 and 60 million for three years. That's, why we, that's what we can hope for. We ain't getting that 85 million. That ain't coming back. It's yeah, not coming back, nah, right? Nah, See, am I wrong? It's not nah, coming back, right? You're right. Charge that to the game. Start thinking positive. Figure out the best situation. Mate. Am I right though? Can can in, in in my in my theory, and I learned most about my sports stuff from you and your people. He can hope for a 350, 360, you know, 345 if he can make the playoffs, and he can give me about 15, 16, <coughs> 16 to 8, right? Yeah, and, fo- and, and football, you can make it back up. I seen. Um, well, I want it's something different. Um, a lot of times players get franchise tag. And I want to say uh the, the Kirk Cousins. He he killed it over the past yeah. like four years, just keeping getting franchise tag instead of signing a long deal. Like it was just outrageous and crazy. Mm-hmm. But tell me this, Shell. Now look, I've I've been telling people I, me and Darren are not out, completely out of the basketball world. So tell me this 10-day contract. If me and Darren get in shape, is it possible for us to get in 10 day? If we get a 10 day, how much can we get paid though? If y'all get in shape, y'all, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Back in the day, y'all can get it. But if you get it, but you're young, now, get in shape, working towards it for a while, without any experience in NBA, you can get 60000 for 10 days. 10 days. Did you know that, Dan? No, that ain't bad at all. And that's, that t- that's guaranteed? guaranteed? It's 10 days. It's ain't nothing going to happen. They ain't going to fire you the next day. It's 10-day contract. So tell me this now, Shell. Say it get, it get better too. Yeah, say if I've been in the league by seven, eight years, what's a 10-day get me? Let me let me look at look at my notes. Because I was I was we were discussing this earlier, Darren, while he pulled his notes up. So it's more the longer you've been in. Yeah, so if you got five years, you get 128,000 for 10 days. 10 days, Jenkins. Ooh. So Darren, based on what I just told you, what are you telling? Your nephews, what are you telling Zion and Chase right now, Deuce? What do you tell your nephews about basketball? I'm telling you, not a guaranteed year contract, a 10-day contract if you come, if they need assassin for 10 days. So what do you tell? Are you are you training your your, your son, your nephew? What do, what do you tell the young boys that you're refereeing? Are you telling them to go for this? No, what you're telling them is that that NBA money is different. That's for sure. Yeah. That money is different. Even if you – well, think about it then. That means that – our good friend Tolliver, who's been in the league, how long was he in the league? He signed. He got t- he got ten he got he got over ten plus years, so he did two ten days at one hundred seventy five. Signed him for the rest of the season, so he so you saying he made one seventy five? It goes it goes up. Wow. Hey, that that's why they sign you eventually because you know you give them two or three ten days, they don't kill the game. They didn't kill the game. Yeah, he didn't play. He probably played. He did like a Udonis Haslam, 
and played like 15 games in three years. He only played like in parts of like three games. So he basically uh, sat there cheering for that kind of money. Yeah. So speaking of some good news, we're going to end the show with a, a semi-segment. Everybody know J.R. Smith? Mm. I'm surprised more athletes don't do this. But he just signed. I don't know if it's a scholarship or not. But he just signed a commit to go to North Carolina A&T. AT&T. Not A&T. I said AT&T. A&T. North Carolina A&T. Aggies. To play golf on a golf team. Right. What do you think about that, Darren? I see your, I see your face, your look right now. What do you think about that? I think I got some eligibility in some other sports myself. Wait, wait, wait. How old is he? Probably about 35, 36. He's never been. So no, NCAA, there's, no age, there's no age limit? No. I don't think so. Uh, I done wow. seen some, some SEC uh, linemen, 28, still playing. <laughs> so you could go. You, you So technically, you could go back to school, whatever, at whatever age you at, and just join the team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, if you got eligibility, he's never been a professional. Smart, though. To do it in golf is extremely smart. Yeah, but I like it that he went to HBCU and did it. You know, coming out of school, he, he went from high school to the pros, going to go to North Carolina. He didn't go there. He went to you know, HBCU. I think that's big. Wow, I do, too. Because that's going to give them some publicity, free publicity. Yeah. I think that's that's awesome. And it's even better if he's good at golf. <laughs> that, man, that would make some help. That would make some sense. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Wow. What? What? Uh, and speaking of him, what? How? He? How old is he? Thirty-five. I don't. know. He's older than me, uh, so I, I just guessed thirty-five. I'm not sure. Who? What? What happened? If before you end, why? Why couldn't he ever get back into the NBA? Like. He prematurely got put out, kind of. Yeah, what do you get? Thirteen years, fifteen years? Yeah, I think I think people getting accustomed to seeing like a LeBron and Chris Paul. That's not or, normal. Or, or your boy Adonis Haslam. Nineteen years. That's not normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stuff like that. You think everybody should just play that long? It just, it just doesn't work like that. You know, the average career is three years. So he played thirteen, and you acting, and a lot of people are saying why he's not still playing. He didn't. Four times that. Yeah. Heck yeah. He, well, well, they he, say he, he started he so young that that he could have played because he was still young when he couldn't get back in. He was still young. He was born in 85. His day right before mine is or is he September 9th. So he is what? Is he, if he's born in 85, he's 10 years younger than me. So he's 35. Yeah. But so yeah. think of how long he's been out the league. He so How much younger he than you, Darren? Yeah, he he was. <laughs> so how, how much younger is he than you? Let me see. If he's thirty-five, shoot, I'm almost whew, six, seven years older than him. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, man. Hey, man, I'm telling you, man, you wake up, man, and you just this is crazy. I gotta yep. get some stuff done. He uh, he played last year. He played two twenty twenty right with the Lakers. Yeah, he's, he he played last year. Yeah, he won a championship. Yeah, he played that year. Oh, I didn't think he played. On, he didn't. He get didn't play, run, did he? Uh, every, like once, every once in a while they threw him in, but it wasn't he like said, an assistant run. I think he came at the end. He played six games. Yeah, he came at the end in the bubble. He played and stuff. 
13 minutes per game. And he scored but three points a game. And that was it, man. That was it. He got married, though, seemed like. He got married. Got three daughters. Wow. Yeah. His wife. He was in Atlanta, right? I don't know about it. I ain't never seen Josh Smith in Atlanta. Yeah, I have no idea. All right, but we're about to kind of wrap it up. Um, if, you, if you can, I know you kind of touched on a little bit with the TPNB moment or whatever. Do you have a, a defining moment in your life when you had something to click? And for everybody tuning in, about three, four weeks, we got Mr. Mel C on his birthday going to give us the, the insight of everything, his TPNB moment. You know, everybody's looking forward, looking forward to that. But right now, Darren going to tell us like that moment you had. What's TB? I don't even know what that means. TB. Think positive and believe. I know I always tell you, you can't believe without a lie in the middle. Was a lie that you told yourself. Nah, that ain't what it is. Anyway, let me break it down to you, Dan. So at the end of each episode, every talk, body talks about what was a turning point in life, a part in their life where something went bad, something went good, you had a revelation, something you did say, I got to do better, I got to make a change, or something that happened to you, for you, with you, throughout you, that made a significant change in your life, where you had to believe in yourself or something you had to do differently. Right, so That's that motivation mail coming back, y'all. I like, I like how you broke that down right there. Do what I didn't do. So, Isaac, what is that moment when, when something happened to make you make that turn and make everything start clicking a little bit better? Hmm. Well, I guess that turn would have been, well, I don't know that that was a it, it, it forced you me to be a man now I remember um before I mean it's a long story but before I um in terms of going to, to school I was wanted to play football so I didn't sign immediately for basketball but I didn't know what I wanted to do so I was going to come back home and my dad told me <laughs> my dad said you are bad you ain't coming back here so I literally was out there on my own and I took a long ride on the subway mm. by myself. And I realized that if if anything was going to happen, I it was going to be me or it wasn't going to happen. So I knew all things were going to start and end with me. So at that point, I said, okay, so I got to get it done. You know, failure is not an option. So that was definitely a defining point in my life, you know. So I'd say that was it for sure. That's good. Before we go, Mac, a story just came out a couple months ago. I meant to tell you about it. I don't know if you read it. The best basketball players in UK history, Darius Miller, Shelvin Mack, and Scotty Cops, all in the class of 2008. And they saying this year, Chase's class, Canaan's class, 2023, is the closest class has ever been ever commit. They'll be close to that. So that's a, that's, that's a, a big accomplishment. I, I didn't realize that. We always joke about Kentucky basketball. But I didn't know that your graduating class produced, I guess, three pros or three of the most recognizable Kentucky basketball players. Awesome. That's mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. the reason why that's so big because we all stayed in Kentucky. And we also – have a lot of great basketball players from Kentucky, like um, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, Rondo, but they always go somewhere else for high school. We just, we just people that actually stayed there. So not all three, all three, yeah. Who's ranked the highest coming out? 
Scotty Hobson, McDonald's All-American, but somehow my guy Darius Miller won Mr. Basketball in Kentucky. Where, where did Scotty go? Did he go to Tennessee? He went to University of Tennessee. Yeah. And Darius went to UK. I think it had a lot to do with it, but I ain't going to talk about myself. I just, I just, what was your ranking coming out? Was you in the top 100? Top? I was like 150 and after. Max, I've been 150. Hmm. Yeah. You know a guy named Rick Bolas? He said he's a scout? Yeah, yeah. He's been around for a while. I, I know him. Yeah, he said that since 1973, y'all was the best class. But this class, see if you know any of these kids. I know them because I keep up with 23. There's a young man named Caleb Glenn. And, of course, everybody know Reed Shepard. Darren, you know anything about Reed Shepard yet? Mm-mm. So, Reed Shepard, you know about him yet, Mac? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's a really good player. Yeah, that's Jeff's son, right? Uh, I think so. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, I want to appreciate everybody tuning in to this episode of TPNB. We got to get Darren an iPhone so he can actually get on the podcast app and follow us and, and listen to us talk. But, you know, we want to appreciate you coming on, sharing your knowledge with us, uh, you know, from the Unk's perspective. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Peace. Holla. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.